Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody, to... I'm not making sense there, am I? To episode... <laughs> Hello, everybody, to episode. Does that make sense? It doesn't, no, does it? no. Uh, Simon and Laura here. This is episode 102 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, our podcast. Hashtag Haustel. All things relationshipy. Yes. And this is take three, remarkably, of this bloody podcast. <laughs> so we've got these little microphones, which you we used when we were doing the... The roaming mics, yeah. Yeah, clip on you. Yeah. They're great. They cost a fortune, but we already had to send some back to be repaired. So we tried to record one yesterday in the car. Got home, put it into the thing, didn't work. Tried it again this morning, didn't work. Do you remember when I said there was a little beep yesterday? I think yeah, but it didn't do a little beep today. It didn't. It so didn't. the beep wasn't the beep. Ah, right. It was a totally different time. Okay. All right. <laughs> come on, come on, because I'm sensitive about this. These are like my children. You know how you feel about the children? Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about electronics. Yeah, I you know. know. I know. So imagine now. Yeah. Like our daughter now, Betsy Pearl, the little one, is having an audition. Right. Don't got, say it. Don't say it. Don't say that. Right. Got Don't everything compare. across for her, obviously. Yeah, see, you can't handle it. You can't handle that. You can't handle the talk. Right, shut up. That's how I feel about this. I can't just laugh it off. You know, it's financial, it's technical. It's annoying anyway. So, we're tired. I don't want to be grumpy because I want us to have a fun podcast. <laughs> and I don't even think you want to do it today, do you? No, it's not that I don't want to do it. I love doing the podcast. I'm just... You've not seemed to love it over the last month. Can't get you in here. No, 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 it's... The, me, as if it's been me, it's just you life. don't know because I've said it, Lords, and you no. just don't seem bothered. If you look at my to do list, it's on the top of my to do list of things that we need to get through, but that's how busy we've been 
I don't want the podcast to be a thing we've got to get through, Laura. I no, want, no, it, to no. fun, <laughs> I want I mean, it to be a fun time. Like, it's something that the listeners have to get through. <laughs> you know, it's a trauma for them. It shouldn't be tra- traumatic Yeah, for but us. you know me and my list, right? I've literally got things like ironing, yeah. podcast, quiz prep, make lunches. I know I've got to do all that stuff. And yeah. But you're not like, oh, let's go and do the ironing. It's a right laugh. No, I want the podcast. Yeah, to I be understand like that. that. I understand that. But we need we need a gap in the day. So how are we doing? Well, we're both tired. Voice is a bit croaky. Admittedly, my voice sounds better than it did when we did take two of the podcast. Yeah, an hour and a half ago. Some might say it sounds sexy. You never know. The croak. Yeah. Is the Yorkshire croak ever sexy? I don't know if it is. Yorkshire croak. That could be the title of today's podcast. So Betsy Pearl is off doing an audition, as I alluded to before. For Dubai Opera. Yeah, and she sounds great. She's, do you know what? For a little nine-year-old, she's an awesome little uh, little singer. She's amazing. and Everybody says it about their kids, right? Yeah. But the truth is, most kids are I hope that's getting bleeped out. <laughs> Your eyes, then. It's going to get bleeped out, because most kids are No, 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 they're not. They're not they at are. all. They're not at all. But no, but everybody thinks their kid is better than they actually are. And I'm sure there's people who think our kids are I've got to stop now because I've got, it's going to be too much editing. <laughs> I'm tired and it's how I feel. I wonder if you could have a child amnesty day where you promise not to fall out with your friends, but you get to be honest about each no, other's kids. No, oh, no, come on. No what way. an idea. No, what a stupid idea. That's horrible. And I, I don't think about kids no, no, like no, no. that. No, no, no. And yes, yes, <laughs> everybody's competitive about their kids and everybody thinks their kids are the best at so-and-so. You're what right to love your kids. No, it's, it's animal instincts, isn't it? But what we're saying about Betsy and her singing, she, do you know, she is an awesome little performer yeah. and the song she's got to go and do for her audition, it's a blooming hard song, like really hard. And she's nailed it. And I just, you know. She is good. She has so much, like, she never has free time, that kid, because she always yeah. is performing. So. Anyway, back to Friends Children's Amnesty. I'm going to reel a few off here, and then they can come back to me if they want to come back with feedback. What are you going to reel off? <laughs> kids? The, the parents, what? I don't understand what you're going to do. I'll talk about the family. I'll talk about the kids. I'll just say three good, three bad on each child. No. And then they can come back to me no, and say three good, three bad on our children. Oh. But we're not allowed to get angry about it because no. it's like an honesty thing. I did a post recently about Leo and Honey and, and it was an emotional post from me rather than, ooh, look at my kids. But it, I'm sure that's how it comes across. Everybody hates seeing them. Yeah, yeah, they do. But I, I well, they do. Not yours. Everybody no, hates but everybody else. I actually else's. quite like it at the same time. Like when I see, you know, especially when it's an ex-student of mine, like I feel really proud. Like, you know, there's there's a lad in, in Leo's year that's really good at athletics. So when I see that he's won a, an athletics competition... I think brilliant. I like them, but at the same time, I can imagine people looking at the post and going, mm, "Leo and Honey have done great in their exams again." Do you know what Ooh, it's like. You know, it's like, like them people who send the the end of year round robin letter. You send the Smedley family letter at the end of the year with every achievement through year. Oh no, that I became do that. A th- yeah, but it's a thing. It's, it's I think it's a very American thing. Right. There's a Morrissey song called "We Hate It When Our Friends Become Successful," and that's what this is, isn't it? We all tolerate it. Yeah. But very seldom are we like, that's brilliant. It's funny because them things get a lot of likes on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. But I think that's people obliged you think so? to do the liking. But, you know, even this podcast, when we first started doing it, so many people say that they're your friend, like my friend, your friend, whatever. And you'd think, well, why have you not had a listen to one of the podcasts? Yeah, like, yeah. You listen, I know you listen to podcasts because you've talked about it. 
So why have you not had a listen? Just if you're a friend of ours. But I think some people it's like, oh, can't boy and Laura have done a podcast. You know, like, so there is that as well. Like Maybe a little bit. I like the people who don't know us who listen, who've got to know us through it. Yeah, and yeah. They, I'll be honest with you, they often seem better than the people who we consider <laughs> friends. <laughs> I think they know the us that's not the us because this is like therapy, isn't it? So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where we we're going with that. Yeah, right. but anyway, so, so she's doing that. We're doing this and uh, we're tired and we've got another gig today. Right, so we're doing homework, which is part of the Sunday family brunch at Home by Magetigan, City Walk Dubai. We do it every Sunday. The brunch is 12 till 4. We're there for a couple of hours in the middle of that. Great food. Great atmosphere, great drinks, amazing staff, and the venue is spectacular. Yeah. This is a little plug for that. If you fancy coming down, you can check out our socials at Catboy92, at Laura, not Laura. The links are in our podcast description. Whether you've got kids or not, it's a fun afternoon. It's something to do on your Sunday because obviously Saturday's the big brunch day. If you want an afternoon out, you can either get leathered or you can just have a nice afternoon and a nice roast dinner. And I think a lot of people with kids are like, oh, what should we do today? Yeah. You can go and you don't have to get really drunk if you don't want to, or you can. But yeah. we literally had kids at the end coming up to us going, oh, I had so much fun. And if the kids are saying it, then brilliant. Some of the stuff is parents and kids together, but then there's kids stuff to do on their own, there's parents stuff to do on their own. We'll keep them busy for you. So if you fancy it, you can book. And even if you hate kids, you can still come. Like you. It's a big place. I don't hate kids. <laughs> I don't hate... That's the Jimmy Savile defence. I'm not going down that route. <laughs> I like kids. Yeah. But, you know, in the same way that I like... I don't know, I like swimming. I love swimming. Yeah. But I don't like swimming all the time. <laughs> if I was swimming all the time, it would really annoy me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Even our kids, they're all right in moderation. It's funny, a teacher that we've known for years, he recently got married, him and his wife, um, are both primary school teachers. Yeah. One of their rules for their wedding was no kids. <laughs> Fair dues. <laughs> Which yeah. made me smile because I thought they're with kids all, all week. Yeah. Ironically, one of the rules for my life is no weddings. Apart from the one I had to go to, mine and yours, no weddings. Don't do them. That's homework, our uh, Sunday quiz venture. We're back on on Thursdays. I want to keep this brief because I don't want it to sound like an advertorial. We're doing our regular quiz again, or irregular, abnormal, outrageous quiz night every Thursday at the Cheeky Camel, which is in JLT in Dubai, Jumeirah, Lake Towers. The bar is super cool. Yeah. We did our first one last Thursday, so we're still excited about it. I'm still tired today from <laughs> Thursday night. It's supposed to finish at 10. We finished at half past 11. Well, it did finish. It did finish. We kind of carried on. Because it was so much fun. Lots of regulars came back who we've yeah. not seen for a long time and had a ball. And there were some new people there, which was great as well. But I think that's going to be really successful. But if you're thinking of coming to that... The bar's not huge, so it's very limited space. Again, links in the bar, uh, description of this podcast. Be great to see you down there. It's a quiz with a difference. Even if you've been to our quiz before, we've put so much time and effort in, yeah. which is another reason why we're knackered, yeah. to uh, make it different and sort of reinvent it a little bit. So you're getting things you don't get at other quizzes. Well, that's kind of what our brand is meant to be. Isn't yeah, it? So. brand. Uh, well, what do you want? I don't <laughs> know have what we got a brand? I don't know what you... Well, We have got a brand. Bit of everything, aren't we? I don't know. Yeah, so that's that. Homework, Sunday afternoons, Catboy and Laura's Cheeky Quiz, Thursday nights. Yeah. At the Cheeky Camel. Great night out. So last night we went to the comedy at the Laughter Factory. Yes. We saw Daisy Earl, we saw Ali Sultan, and we saw Corey Rodriguez. Yeah. What a night. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, you, Leo, and I all said Corey was 
fantastic. I mean, he was head and shoulders. The first two comedians were great. Yeah. No complaints. He came on and just lit the room up and seemed to do longer, but nobody wanted him to leave the stage. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah, really. I love discovering somebody like that because now his name goes into my folder in my head of, if he's ever on anywhere, we're going. Right. You know? Yeah. And next time he comes out here, we'll be going. A couple of annoying hecklers, as always. Oh, who heckle? I know it's a thing. And I know that drink is a big part of comedy nights because it definitely loosens people up. Yeah. It also helps the people who are putting the comedy nights on, doesn't it? It helps them yeah. maintain a good night because the venues need the money and they need the money, obviously, to pay the comics. And Gail and Duncan work so hard yeah, on the Laughter do. Factory. Yeah. You know, yes, the friends are ours, but also it is a Dubai institution. Yeah, no, they work their, they work their socks off. It's not a Dubai thing. I don't... It's not Michael McIntyre playing a faceless, massive warehouse. No, no, it's route. like a little comedy club. It's great. And it's great. And it's every month. And it's never stopped. Yeah. And it's 20-odd years that it's been going. So it's well worth checking out. We were there last week watching Ger Staunton, John Fothergill, and Ori Styler. Gosh, well done. Which was a great night. <sighs> I can't do what you do. This is what this is what's really annoying. Like when we're we've watched a film, I can remember what they look like. I'll be like, you know that, and you're just their name straight away. It's yeah. annoying. And yet, you're the other way around, aren't you? I can't remember the important things. Like you've already told me fifty times what time we have to leave house today. <laughs> I don't know what time we have to leave the house. But useless trivia. <laughs> I'm your man. Do you yeah. need some useless trivia? I'm your man. So yeah, comedy was good. Honey's been doing her A-level exams, her A, what's it called, the first year A-levels? Yeah. Even that, I had to dig deep. Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny, I, um, I, her best mate, I was talking to, who was doing the maths one, and she said that everybody that came out of the maths exam was like, oh my gosh, that's really hard. This morning, in the newspapers, the maths exam, there were questions in it that even teachers didn't know the answers to, and there's already a hoo-ha about the, the maths A-level. Oh, it's every year now, though, isn't it? It never used to be a thing, this, did it? Like in the past, you just did it yeah, and you got your results, end of story. I don't know about your parents. There's no way my parents were kicking up a fuss about anything that happened at school. Because I think in the olden days, you used to look at bank managers and teachers and headmasters and doctors and nurses. Yeah. And it was like quite reverential, wasn't it? And I'm still quite old school like that. Oh, yes, sir. No, sir. But nowadays... Everybody's fair game. So if you're good to your doctor and he says to you, Oh, you just need to take these tablets, you come on. If you don't feel better soon, you're straight on Twitter having a moan about it, not you. About the doctor. People, yeah. My doctor's crap, he does this, this and this. The schools. Your little snowflake comes home and didn't get as high as she thought she was gonna get on her exam. Mm. Suddenly it's a movement. And everybody whose little snowflake didn't do as well. And it's in papers. The papers will run it because they're hungry for stories like this. And they'll whip up a storm. Because a few little snowflakes didn't get their exam results they wanted. Yeah, no, I do understand what you're saying. But I think if everybody's coming out of an exam saying, you know, we've had a question that is not even in in the syllabus, then I think you've got right to go, hold on a minute. That's that thing of you've got right. First of all, when I did exams, I can't even remember what was in the syllabus. I just rocked up with my (laughs) pencil case, right? This thing about, well, it seemed a particularly hard one this year. It's an exam. It's yeah. not a memory test. It's an exam. It's supposed to be hard. Yes, it is. But you, you've got to make it at a level that, that, that they've been learning at. Put it at the next level. 
Once they finish their A-levels, they're going to go off and do university. Yeah. Now, our kids have chosen things that aren't going to impact people's lives greatly. One wants to be a filmmaker, one wants to be an actor, one wants to be a singer. If any of them wanted to be a doctor and they came home from their exam and went, well, it were hard, you know, they should have made it easier, I'd be like, no, they shouldn't have made it easier because you're going to be cutting people open. It should be the hardest exam in the world. Yes, I understand that. I do get that. I agree with you that, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it should be easy, but I'm saying it should be at the level they've learned it at. Yeah. Anyway. You know as well as I do, there's far too many thick people going to university these days. Yes. So the exam should be difficult enough. Oh, God, I sound like I'm on GB News or something. And I'm not. I'm not that person. But it seems these days, and universities are overcrowded. Yeah. There's far too many people who shouldn't be going to university, going to university. Well, now it's become again, it's become that money-making thing, hasn't it? So yeah. so what the way they do it is they take the ones that have got the grades and then, then they do that other process, the clearing process, where they go, right, you over there that got three Fs, yeah, you can come as well because we you know, could do with your money as well. So that's kind of what it's become. And yeah, I agree, not everybody should go to uni, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. This thing of making kids go to school till they're 18 now. Like, I know so many kids who just weren't smart enough to do A-levels. Forcing them to do it, I don't think it's the right thing. There are kids who should probably go out and get jobs at 16 and would benefit far more from it. I had a conversation with my dad with this very much. No, but th- that was a very, I was there and it was a very different conversation, very different tone. Now, my thing about that was I think that kids should be able to go to college and still be learning. Yes, learn a trade, but still be learning because I think some kids go to school and school's just not for them. Wrong environment. Yeah. Do you know what? Like that for me. So you're probably right. Yeah. And look at you. You are so clever. Like you really are so clever. So. Promo clip. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And then like you, when you went to college, you thrived and you found your place. So. With the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> let's not go there. Let's, let's end this conversation. Leo's back. Which yes. We've kind of glossed over because we've done this podcast three times now. <laughs> but Leo arrived back on... Tuesday. God, when was that? Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. And um, he's back. He's been a bit down in the dumps, the poor lad, uh, through one thing and another. And he, he wanted to come back. He's finished his first year. Yeah, well, he, he was obviously back recently. We did the 100th episode with him. And then he went back for, I think, one lesson they had, roughly. Yeah. And that's just, again, unis, that's when they finish around May time. Mm. But yeah, he's had, since Christmas, on and off, lots of things have happened. And so he's been a bit down. And he's had a great time as well. Yeah. And he's he's changed in so many ways. It was funny the other night because he's a filmmaker. Whenever we've got a chance, we get him to come to the quizzes and do some filming. Yeah. So we asked him to come on Thursday and he, he comes down and... Two of the teams were two teams of teachers from his school. Yeah. Including, was it his form tutor? Yeah, his, his, his form tutor that he'd had all <laughs> throughout his secondary Again. years. Yeah. All through his secondary, she's been his form teacher. I don't know her name. Ask me about a comedian who played here six months ago. <laughs> I'll tell you the lineup and date. That is mad. Well, I'm going to name her Fiona. She's amazing. I love yeah. her. <laughs> no, no, it's just, I'm terrible with... No, I know, I know. That's one of the things. Yeah, that I just, know. It's like the washing machine settings just doesn't stay in. Do you know where the washing machine is? <laughs> I think I do because I've seen you sat on it. Um, the last time his teachers saw him wasn't actually that long ago. When you think about it, it's less than a year. Yeah, ten months. Yeah, that he said the goodbyes and they had the crying at school and all that palaver. Ten months later, Leo has rocked up. He's now dressed totally different. Yeah. Wacky clothes. He's wearing. He's got bleach blonde hair. Yeah, half of it. He's got a shaved eyebrow. Yeah, he has got 
a tiny, tiny, tiny little ear piercing. Yeah. The smallest earring I have. A mouse's earring, right? But he's got one. Yeah. He's now got a makeshift tattoo on his leg, which yeah. one of his flatmates did for him. But wait a minute, the even the piercing. He, now, when he told me about the tattoo, I was like, next time, can you go and get it done properly? Don't get one of your friends to do it. How cool are we as parents, by the way? Did you hear that? It wasn't, you got a f***ing tattoo, you end. More editing. Yeah. <laughs> he got a tattoo and we went, oh, nice one. And then he told us, oh, yeah, it's only temporary. She did it with a needle and an hammer or something. And I'm like, that's not, that's a real tattoo. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. This tattoo's not going anywhere. It will fade. But so I said, next time, go and get it done properly, please. Yeah. Sterilised. Yeah. And when we say sterilised, we mean the needles, not the people sterilised with alcohol. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sterilised <laughs> beyond recognition. But he's got that. And then his earring, he's like, I've got my ear pierced. I'm like, oh. Oh, which like, shop did you go to? I'm which like, ear piercing shop yeah. did you go to? Was it the same place? It that really, it really hurt. And I'm like, that's just a quick yes. gun. Oh, no. I didn't have it done like that. Yeah. My friends did it with a Which bro- friend? <laughs> they were different. Different girls. And this is the thing. Someone goes to Leo, oh, should we, should we bleach your hair blonde? Yeah, right. Should we uh, pierce your ear? Yeah, right. Blunt needle. He said it took hours for them to get this needle through Crying. his ear. And he's like, I nearly passed out. And I'm like, why didn't you just go and get it done properly? When we go back, if we go back, yeah, I'm going to try and meet these girls. Not for anything salacious. I'm going to try and meet these girls and I'm going to say to them, I will give you £500 if you can tell him to get up in the morning. You know, make that your next project. Not piercing his ear or giving <laughs> him a tattoo or making him wear skirts or nail varnish or whatever. Yeah. You know. Tell him it's really cool to get up early and uh, and I'll pay you because <laughs> he seems to listen to them more than he does us. Hey, do you know what? As fair play to him. He's already gone running three times this week. Yeah, he's doing really good. Do you know what? It's so nice to have him back and we've got a bit of time now with it being the summer. You know, we're obviously spending a lot of time together in the house because we're absolutely broke. <laughs> it's beyond recognition. Yeah. And do you know what? Like last night or yesterday, we hadn't quite decided if we're going to comedy or not because, like we said, we've had a busy week, really tired out, and we wanted to go, but it was like the sofa is also calling. However, Leo was having a down day, and he was like, you know what, what I need is a good night out. So we took him. Yeah, So that and that's how, you know that's what? where he's at at the minute. And the other thing is, it's nice that he wants to do it with us. Yeah. I mean, I know it's freebies, you know, and when your parents start doing freebies with you, it's quite a nice thing, but... It's nice that he still wants to hang out with us like that. Well, he really wanted to come home. He needed to come home and be with his family this time. And and it, that, that in itself was nice. But mm. the bit we haven't talked about is that thing of when we were away from him and he was feeling really low, how hard that has Very been. Very difficult. So hard on us both. Like, you can't help but worry about them. And, and it's a total learning curve, isn't it? Because this is the first time we've ever been through this. Yeah. We've got it all to come next year with Honey when she goes to uni. And she's a totally different character. So she'll handle things totally. She'll handle some of the things Leo's been rubbish at. She'll yeah. be brilliant at. But some of the things Leo's actually really good at, she's rubbish at. It will be very interesting to see how she copes with things. I don't know if it is partly a male thing because I know three mums out here whose boys have left and come back, left uni and come back, like three mums. And I, I don't know if you expect the boys to actually cope better, but I think... They, they actually find it harder to adjust. I don't know if, if it's... I think it's that generation on generation thing. Like, I look at them and some of the boys you're talking about, I think, my God, they're bloody useless. They're so clever. On paper, they've got everything. And this is including Leo, but it's like, oh my God, they can't put a bloody shirt on right way around half of them. And that's coming from me. Now, 
my dad and your dad, both men's men, yeah, no. fix everything, do everything. They would describe me. My dad would describe me exactly the same. Yeah, no, and no, it's no I don't like, think it's to do with that, though. Do you I not? Th- no, no, I genuinely think you, you, because girls, you know, our girls will tell us and show us when they are upset and peed off, you know, like, yeah. so they talk to you. And I, I think the boys go and you don't expect them to be sad, down. It's not something people expect yeah. as much of boys. And so boys p- perhaps find it hard. Well, they do. We know it statistically. Boys find it harder to express their emotions. Yeah. So when they are feeling lonely, down, or something's happened, they don't know how to deal with it, I don't think, in the mm. same way. And I think, you know, I know that Honey would probably phone me up and get it off their chest or, you know, go out with their mates, get it off their chest and f- probably feel b- a bit better about it. Yeah. Whereas we have found out that Leo had bottled quite a lot of stuff up. And luckily now he is starting to talk to us about stuff. And you've got to get it into him. I think if there's a lesson to be learnt from this, and we're never going to have another child, but I think the lesson is you've got to get them talking when they're younger. And you've got to, you know, it's not about prying into the lives and everything, but you've got, they've got to know it's a safe space, whatever they've done. And yeah. I say this to Leo all the time. I don't care what you do, right? When you're at uni, you're going to do things that you probably shouldn't do, yeah. right? Could be anything. I'm not going to go into specifics, but I don't care as long as you're, and some of it's irresponsible. So it's not about you being responsible, but it's as long as you know every risk. And also, if you need to talk to us, talk to us. But I also think it's like almost like a pride thing with males that you, especially that the, the sons, they don't want to let their parents know that they're struggling because they don't want to put that burden onto parents. Whereas I think girls are a bit more like, I'm not bothered about that side of things. They just want to, you know, get it out. And I do think that, that that males have that a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it's happened to me recently at work. I mean, I've been at this company for nearly 18 years, I think. And it seems like only recently the management discovered that I have depression. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well done. It's not like I cover it up. I see. I see people commenting on it all the time about the, the you know, that worry of your children being away. And it's even tougher when you're an expat kid. And, you know, you mm. you can't just pop home. If you're feeling crap, go home for the weekend. Well, know, ha- and we can't a, go up and take him for a roast have and a stuff like that. Have a home-cooked meal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. So, so, yeah. So that is, and it's been tough. a tough few weeks for us. But So I'm so glad he's here now. Yeah. And we can give him a bit of TLC. Yeah, lush. Right, we're going to keep this one under half an hour. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've got to edit it because I've said... Stop. Said all the good ones. Do you want to... Say one, because I can believe yours out. Come on, get a few out. You're a big swearer. I haven't. I don't feel a need. Describe me. <laughs> Go on, describe me in one word. She <laughs> used the best one, and it fits. I think most people would agree with you. So we're off to do homework today. Our little that reminds me of something. Sorry, uh, Daisy said last night. The the. Uh, well, she did a portmanteau. The friend who is a yeah. So the the front. The front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a great portmanteau. And she said, you all know one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are probably listening. Why are you were nudging me with your elbow at that point? I, I'll never I was going to say, people are probably listening to this and thinking, yep, yeah, that's you too. Then Corey Rodriguez did a lot of talk. He was talking about men and he was describing you because you are a bit of a man woman, not in your looks. Uh, but um, I don't have a penis. He was talking about more just, editing. Just, just to get that out there. <laughs> he was talking about people, men, who fall asleep in front of the telly. And then when you say, shall I switch it off? And I'm just looked at you like that. I'm like, it's not men. You do it all the time and you get angry. If I said to you, let's switch it off and go to bed. 
No, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And he said the exact thing. What happened then? Well, they've just rescued that girl. That was two episodes ago. Yeah, and that is you all over. He's like, why can't you just admit you were asleep? And what you do is, you'll do it about six times. Let's say it's an hour-long TV show. You'll do it six times through it. No, I'm awake. No, I'm awake. No, I'm awake. And then the following night, we go to bed. We put the next episode on. It starts and you go, what the f*** is happening here? <laughs> Stop swearing. <laughs> What's happening here? Right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's it. Because the... They rescued her yesterday, so she's back with the family. That didn't happen. When did that happen? Do you remember when I nudged you and you said you'd seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it happened. Yeah. And that's when, guys, I have to watch 45 minutes of an hour-long show all over again. And this is why I've not seen Succession yet. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we're off. We kept it to half an hour. We'll uh, be back again soon. That's episode 102, take three. We'll see you next time. Bye. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.